The first rule of Fight Club Minute is we do talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club Minute is we do talk about Fight Club. The third rule of Fight Club Minute, someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out, the minute is over. Fourth rule, only one guest to a minute. Fifth rule, one minute at a time, fellas. Sixth rule, no shirt, no shoes. Seventh rule, minutes will go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule, if this is your first time listening to Fight Club Minute, enjoy the show. I am Jack's 29th minute. I start with an unanswered phone call, and I end with, I never pick up the phone. I'm your host, Bubba Wheat, and not joining me at the moment is my co-host, Lance Stanford, who is currently in his broken-down car, eating a bag of chips, and waiting for a ride home. But instead, we have a guest with us once again, who got here only by Star 69-ing us, Nick Rehack. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back. And before we get into today's minutes, I, I do have to ask you for a little bit of fun on our Wednesday episodes. If you had to fight any celebrity, living or dead, who would it be? I'm fighting Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Not a fan of Reaganomics? Not a fan of him at all. Politically, actingly, just any form of the man, I do not care for him, and I would just... Ooh, just one of these. Have you actually seen any of his movies? Yes, yes, I have. Uh, I can't I can't like give you names off the top of my head because a lot of them were just like generic Western type names. Uh, but one of them that stands out, he was in one of the versions of The Killing, and he slaps the ever living out of Angie Dickinson, and then catches <laughs> himself a what for. Uh, but yeah, just not a fan of the man. Not a fan. Nice. What about you? Who are you fighting? <laughs> let's let's turn the tables. Who are you fighting? Oh, I don't remember. I, I feel like I had a an answer at some point. I, I can't remember if I answered this or I think I might have put it off mm -hmm. because I haven't really given it a thought to, uh, for myself. Um, you know, I have. Oh, who is I feel like I would go. I feel like my answer. <laughs> Okay, here here's my answer. Um, the the Uga Chaka baby that was uh, <laughs> from the nineties. It was in Ally McBeal. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be an easy fight. <laughs> even though so. in, in that even though in that one episode of Ally McBeal, they you know they uh, he evolved and he had a spear at one point. <laughs> Well, that thing's got some moves too, so it might be ducking you. You gotta, <laughs> you really gotta plan your punches on that one. <laughs> that was fantastic. Thank you for that, the Uga Chaka baby. Man, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't like regain popularity or get brought in harder into the mainstream when. Uh, uh, what is it guardians of the galaxy came out and they were really pushing yeah. that song in the trailer <laughs> i'm genuinely surprised yeah that's i mean that it would be funny if they would have updated it and give done like a guardians of the guy like I, I, yeah I, I am completely surprised that we never got a baby groot 
Yes, like, that would be the perfect... in the style of the Ugachaka baby dancing to that. That song. would be perfect. That's almost too perfect. And now <laughs> I'm disappointed that that never happened. <laughs> well, anyways, you know, jumping into today's minutes, you know, the, this we get this phone call, and I feel like this this whole phone call situation, it's it's a bit of the foreshadowing. But the the whole explanation, I think, 100% fits in with per- Tyler's personality. He is not somebody that would ever answer the phone. He would be the one that would star 69 and call them back. Mm-hmm. But or just the... be the person that you call and let them know something's going on. They don't get back to you at all, but they show up like at that time. <laughs> You're like, oh, maybe yeah, like they will, they... maybe they won't. Except that in order to him, for him to do that, he would have to have, I mean, I I would imagine that he has caller ID, but he would also have to have like an answer machine. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Which and he definitely would not have an, an answer machine. But I, I feel like this, this whole situation, it, it also goes to help sell the illusion, uh, at least I believe, and and it's i can't even remember the last time that i used a payphone but i think if it kept ringing or like if he imagined that it, that somebody answered he would like as he was standing there on the phone having this imaginary conversation he would hear the ringing in the phone and then eventually it would go to the the beep 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 disconnection tone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which i feel like that would be hard to mentally erase yeah, especially if you know that tone, like it's got a mm. like Pavlov's bell, how it just kind of triggers something in you. But I believe, and and I could be wrong about this because it it's been a long time since I've used a, a payphone. That if you don't put any money in it, but you just pick up the receiver, you don't get that dial tone. Oh, interesting. I don't know about that. I would say I'll go test it, but I'll, I will never <laughs> find a payphone to test it with. But if that, because I feel like you don't get the dial tone until you put the money in, and and I, I want to say right. that in order to make a collect call, you have to like you have to push something before you start dialing in order to get the the dial tone to to make a collect call. But again, I I could be wrong because I've, you know, I I haven't used a payphone since had to have been since I was a teenager. So that that's been well over twenty years. <laughs> And so it, if if that is true, then it would be easier to have this imaginary conversation with silence on the receiver versus any other sort of noise. That's true. That's true. Because even even you probably have to do it that way, too. You couldn't even do something where like when they first started having cell phones, you could have like a ringtone or when you called someone instead of ringing, it would play a song. Like yeah, they wouldn't even be able to be do that just because you have all the noises and sounds that assumedly would trigger or bring something out of you. So yeah, this this makes the most sense. Yeah, and then this is you know it, this goes back to one of the many instances that that Brad Pitt has kind of become known for, and that's eating. Yeah, during a movie, <laughs> he sure loves the snack. Yeah, and I I think this kind of shows that. Again, this is like a little bit of a power play that he's just eating potato chips and he's not, you know, he doesn't care enough about this person to stop eating and give him his full attention. He's just going to mm-hmm. keep 
chewing on potato chips and again going back to the the dvd commentary the uh brad pitt mentioned that this this take was done at the end of a 14 hour adr day and this was the very last take that they did for that day and they just decided to throw in some potato chips and like he was so uh, whenever he saw the movie he was like you know so uh, overjoyed that that was the take that they ended up using <laughs> the one with him eating the potato chips yeah because i guess if you're recording adr you don't really know which one they're going to go with like you mm-hmm. could assume but i'm sure they were just like yeah for fun this, this one's for you brad here's some uts yeah <laughs> away. and and i also like how how edward norton's character you know the narrator the jack it's almost like he bends over backwards to avoid giving a name whenever because Tyler asks who is this and he's like yeah you, oh, you know yeah. it's it's me I'm I'm the guy we had the same briefcase uh, the clever guy that's I never thought about that but that makes a whole lot of sense because why give your name when you can just yeah describe yourself and how you think you would be perceived I guess is the the way that would work but yeah, yeah no, it, it could be. And I, I mean, I, I know that the, the real reason is because the, you know, the, the story doesn't want him to give his name to the audience. But I, I feel like anybody else, you would start with your name. Mm-hmm. And then even if even if you like think, you know, maybe I didn't give this guy my name whenever we were talking with each other. But I, I feel like you would still start with your name and then go on to how you would describe yourself to jog this person's memory. Yeah. Instead of just uh Tyler. Uh <laughs> so hello? did so did you ever use Star 69 and then of course the the other one that I, I feel like a lot of teenagers knew at, at you know in the 90s, Star 67. No, I, I never did any of those. Um, never did those, never did those call collect, none of that stuff. I never, yeah, never once. I never really ever had a reason to either. Cause I remember from an early ish age, I felt like we always had caller ID. I know that's not the case cause it was only invented after a certain time and available on the market and blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like we always just kind of knew who was calling and it was weird to pick up and say, oh, hey, so-and-so without any kind of introduction. So even though you knew a certain person was calling, you'd still like, hello, like, hey, what's going on? Like now we with our phones, we know exactly who's because sometimes <laughs> their face pops up. And mm-hmm. instead of just saying like, hey, so-and-so, it's still just like, hello, like it's still just and a now weird you, introduction. Now you let it go to voicemail and you text him back, you know, hey, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are you standing over my shoulder? Get <laughs> out of here. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, late nineties, early two thousands. I, I was like my, my circle of friends were very familiar with star 67 and star 69. Like I, I didn't participate, but star, star 67 was a must. If you were going to prank call somebody, because mm-hmm. if, if you didn't know, if you don't know, star 67 is how you get around caller ID. Cause you, you dial star 67 first and then, that's how you get the um, the caller ID to say to show like unknown caller or unavailable. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. And then of course, star sixty nine 
which is also called last call return, automatic recall, or camp on, which I, I had never heard of. That's um, it, it was actually available in some states, uh, including Illinois, as early as 1989 what? and was available nationwide since uh, 1993. Mm. It's it's so it's so crazy to think about these services and how they just don't exist anymore. Like you don't need a star 67. You don't need to star 69 because it's all on your phone. Like it's all right mm-hmm. there. You have, you know, uh, find my number or look up my number, all these things. You have apps where you can spoof things left and right. Like, it's just so incredible sometimes to watch this and not pick it apart, but find out like, Oh, the movie would be over now because like, he's clearly just texting himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing on his own Facebook wall, you know, I mean, stuff like that. Like it would just be. <laughs> well, well, I mean, if, if it was on Facebook, then Tyler Durden would have his own, you know, full, fully fleshed out That's Facebook true. page. And he would just be, you know, switching accounts, <laughs> uh, messaging back and forth to himself. Mm. That's um, crazy to think about. Yeah. And I am, you know, there's there's not a whole lot to the scene i i do like how they do add this additional camera move where the camera is circling edward norton uh, as he's talking and you know before tyler calls him back we do have this you know this brief moment of him like hanging up the phone and being dejected because it's like this moment and and we talked about this on monday's episode just like him being completely defeated mm-hmm. just for like this this really brief maybe three second period because he i'm sure he has like literally no one else to call yeah nobody so you have these two realistically total strangers mm-hmm. and you're just kind of hoping that it works out yeah uh, and then uh I think it it also helps that that we do have like the uh, the ambulance behind him that has the the red flashing lights, mm-hmm. which I think that that also helps add you know this visually uh, interesting element and adds a little splash of color, uh, which helps add some visual interest to what is just a guy in a phone booth talking on the phone, and we don't even yeah yeah we don't even like cut to. Tyler Durden it we do stay on Edward Norton in the phone booth this entire minute yeah no CGI cuts in this one yeah and I you know really the last thing is I do love this little smirk that's after Tyler says that he never picks up the phone uh, Edward Norton has this like little smirk on his face which I just think is it's 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 just a great yeah yeah and then you know this there's not really a whole lot to this minute. Uh, did you have anything else? No, no, we pretty much covered it. All right. Well, thank you once again for joining joining me here today and this week. And once again, I'll give you the opportunity to let everybody else know about your other projects and where they can find you online. They can find me online on Instagram at that rehack. Uh, my job affords me a huge whiteboard. And rather than just let it go to waste, I will look up 
interesting dates in history, notable birthdays, and I'll take a picture of that and post it on Instagram. So if you like historical information, pictures of cats and beer, follow me on Instagram at that <laughs> rehack. Uh, also over on the Deep Blue Sea, the podcast, uh, Jay has invited me on and we have set sail on a little mini series of sorts. We're going to talk about all five of the Pirates of the Caribbean films and their relations uh, be it legitimate and grasping at straws uh, to Deep Blue Sea, as well as the <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, the podcast universe. So check those two things out, myself on Instagram and Deep Blue Sea, the podcast. All right. And as always, I am Bubba Wheat. And uh, once again, Lance could not be here. Hopefully he might show up for Friday's episode, but we shall see. And you can follow me on all the socials, including Instagram, where I'm at Bubba Weeds. And uh, you can look back where I shared a ton of screenshots for my last season of my other show, It's Time to Rewind, of uh, Memento, um, which that's a visually gorgeous movie. Mm -hmm. And I will also be sharing screenshots of this movie relevant to the minutes that we're covering as we go through here and you can also follow my co-host lance at the night nerd on uh most of the uh, social media platforms that are out there and this has been a fight club minutes and you can find it on rabbitholepodcasts.com because we are a part of that podcast network you can also find it on all the available podcatchers out there and this podcast is ending one minute at a time. Uh, the clever guy. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I called a second ago. There, there was no answer. I'm, I'm at a payphone. Yeah, so. I star 690. I never pick up my phone. Hey, let me interrupt the current podcast you're listening to so we can tell you about Musically Ignorant, hosted by me, Jason, and my pal, Lackey. Hi, I'm Lackey. We discuss all kinds of music from mainstream pop acts like Ben Folds and R.E.M. And very obscure acts like Cabaret Voltaire and Black Moth Super Rainbow. I think you just made those names up. I most certainly did not. Well, I guess that's why we named the show Musically Ignorant. Indeed, you rapscallion! Now, before Lackey turns too much into a 19th century professor, you should check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or our home website, rabbitholepodcast.com. Jason, have you ever heard of this Lizzo person that's trending on Twitter? Oh, man, I got my work cut out for me. <laughs> <laughs>